for a long time, Hank McCoy was trying to fight his mutation, right? And often we associate that with him fearing himself looking like a beast. You are now listening to the sounds of the Fall Black. Fall Black. Fall Black. Fall Black. the life that a lot of us wish that we could do he puts out music plays basketball he gets all the women like he dodges all of these like battles and the discrepancies in his life and like he's just it's almost like he's te- he's <laughs> he's anti-50 <laughs> he's bizarro world he's bizarro world <laughs> that's funny nah it is what it is. But yo, Hank McCoy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Why is he yes. a piece of shit, old man? Oh God. Brandon, I'm gonna let you handle this because there Brandon Brandon, how long have we been friends? We'll say about what, five years now, maybe? Yeah, more than that, for you. And Brandon has been telling me Hank McCoy is a piece of shit for years. His Twitter handle says Hank McCoy is a menace. And I always agreed with him. But the stuff he's been doing recently has been atrocious. Now, let's look back to one of the X-Force annuals. Hank McCoy sends uh, Kid Omega, Wolverine, and Domino to a Orcus island that he knows is a trap. He sends them there knowing it's a trap, specifically because even if they died... They would he would still get the data that he needed. Luckily, Domino was there, pun intended. So they survived. Fast forward to Wolverine. Wolverine has had issues with Krakoa and the way things have been going on, and he hasn't enjoyed the way he's been treated. He does. He believes in Xavier. To quote Wolverine, he said he believes in Xavier, but he's not sure he believes in Krakoa, which is hilarious considering the revelation of Xavier that popped up in Immortal X-Men. Now, Wolverine is probably going to leave Krakoa, especially after everything that's going on, which we'll get into. Here's the funny thing about that. Wolverine gets captured. This person is selling bits and pieces of him to the highest bidder. Beast shows up and buys him. She's like, oh, I'll just purchase Wolverine because, like, how much is it to kill him? Beast goes on stage and Wolverine goes, hey, now you can break me out so we can kill these people. Hank McCoy says no and kills Wolverine, kills everybody else and leaves. <laughs> when Wolverine is resurrected, Hank McCoy is there first. He wraps something around Wolverine's neck to control him and then takes him away before Hope can give him back his memories. It gets worse, Javi. He then takes he then takes Wolverine and just sends Wolverine all over the place to kill people just because. If you are... Professor X would be so proud. He would be! He absolutely would be! Brandon... What did you read next for us? I know what happened, but tell the tell the world what uh, Hank McCoy is doing. He has they cut to him and he's experimenting on a race of people. He's got Cree people, he's got humans, he's got mutants, all types of people. Find out that he has a secret space moon base somewhere near Mars, not Mars, but somewhere in the space where he's experimenting on quote-unquote anti-mutants, people who are against mutant sovereignty. That's, that's what he claims. And he's injecting them with all types of random shit and experimenting on them. And then when it doesn't work out, he sends them through an 
airlock and spaces them. <laughs> nobody else knows about it. On not even nobody else in the X Force knows about it. He hired Mercs to protect him. Mercenaries. X Force doesn't know. The rest of Krakoa doesn't know. Beast is just doing this offhand. How does anybody defend Hank McCoy? Javi? I think it's Dark Beast. I, I know it's prob- it's not possible, like they explained it away, but this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, the, he, he, oh, I did have a theory. We did talk about this, right? So this is not a defensive beast, but maybe an explanation. And I'm thinking that for a long time, Hank McCoy was trying to fight his mutation, right? And often we associate that with him fearing himself looking like a beast. Yes. But he always talked about turning into a beast, right? He went from a more human look to this more grotesque, monstrous look. And how do we know that the more he embraces that mutation of his, the more and more beast-like he is, not just aesthetically, but mentally and morally. So the more he embraces his mutation and with his intelligence, right, he's more willing to cross that line because he's losing that quote-unquote human morality. So, if I was writing a story, I might have I might go that way, but we'll see. It makes a lot of sense to me, especially because he's always been a really insecure person. That's why he eventually turned into a gray beast, and then blue, and then to a cat, and then into an actual like beast, and then back to a cat, and then to a gorilla, and to whatever the fuck he is now. But the funny thing about that was is the previous series in X-Force before what he's doing now, Wolverine saved his life. He saved him from Craven the Hunter. And then a month later, you know, comic book time, he kills Wolverine. And on top of that, not only did he kill Logan, he still has Logan's metal skull. The one he killed, he's kept it in his house. Like, he has, like, trophies. I mean, that's pretty monstrous, man. Like... That doesn't seem normal. I mean, are we considering him? A, he's a villain, right? Like, I think point. he's a villain. Dog, it looks like he's on a quiet council. That makes it even worse. Yeah. You so know, now he has influence. What he did to Wolverine, he sends Wolverine in this pit where Sabretooth was. Remember in the beginning of so this whole thing? So he didn't send him there. He just kind of kept him in like a, in, in like a prison, and then the pit kind of grabbed him in. So I don't somehow know. the pit gave Wolverine his memories back, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But he's treating Wolverine like a slave. Yeah, exactly. Like a slave pit bull. <laughs> yeah. But is that any different? Is that any different than how Wolverine has been treating, treated other than the these past few moments on Krakoa until now? I mean, Duh, we know for a fact that's what Xavier's been doing to him, so that's still well. Works. Xavier still gave him his freedom. He didn't keep him chained, literally, yeah. <laughs> like chained mentally. <laughs> Yo, he literally lied to Wolverine for years, like, "Oh yeah, weapon exploration memory." Meanwhile, he's like, "I did it." <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you know how I and, feel about Xavier. And X Force does have a mandate, right? Their yeah. mandate is to do what needs to be done. Well, no, because now the way it looks in in X Force, they're not. They've become a lot more. They're not just. Is like, Beast so, they're is not, still associated with them. He is, but here's the funny thing yeah. about it is, and I'm pretty sure Brandon had the same reaction I did when Beast would give an order, and everyone was like, "Nah, we're gonna wait on Sage." That's but, the other thing I was gonna say. You just said X Force. We're talking about Beast. <laughs> like, this is not X-Force doing these things. This is just Beast doing these things on his own. Yeah. So the stuff that's happened, like, the stuff that he's been doing Wolverine, X-Force doesn't know about. The rest of X-Force is like, yeah, we don't fuck with you anymore. Beast is trying to give orders, and they were like, uh-huh. Say, they was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Say, what, what should we do? 
Mind you, Sage is a drunk now. Well, she's she's reco- a recovering drunk. She's an addict, and they're like, "Yeah, we value her judgment right now over you, Beast. We're good." She just got, she just got Domino to... fucked up because she was drinking, and they're like, "Domino's like, it's cool. I I would still much rather listen to you than Beast." I, I need to read that series before um, Sinister comes and shits on everybody. Um, the Sins of Sinister, it's funny, I actually pre-ordered it. The Sins of Sinister actually just downloaded, downloaded on my phone earlier today. I just saw that it was there. So, Do you think he's working? Do you think he's maybe working with Sinister? As someone looking from the outside in, I haven't read, read the series. I'm going to say no. I haven't read it yet. Um, I'm going to say no specifically because if there's anybody that rivals Sinister when it comes to the intelligence of genetics and how far they'll go, and it's pretty much it's pretty much confirmed during Age of Apocalypse. It's Beast, so I think the last yeah. person that Sinister wants around is Hank McCoy. Yeah. Um. So Sinister's and, up to some fuck shit now too, right? Yeah, Sins of Sinister. I can't wait to start reading that. But well, um, some version of him is. Yeah, some version of him. Uh, I brought up. In a dock and Ant Man and the Wasp and theories and I don't know who put it in, but someone asked, "Is this the last we see of Scott Lang?" Yeah. So yes, off, but before we get to that, I want yeah. I don't I meant to put this in the docket, but let's have a a really quick question because I know this is near and dear to old man's heart, and I meant to put this in the docket before I forget. And I think Javi will have an opinion on this too. If I gave you these odds. Would you put money on it? If I gave you 50 to 1 odds, right? 50 to 1. Would you put $50 on this bet that Norman Osborn shows up in Secret Invasion? No. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think Norman Osborn shows up in Secret Invasion. I absolutely do not think he shows up in Secret Invasion. It's up to Tony. If Sony's cool with it, they would have to. Like, I, I would love that to be oof. Because like, didn't he end that I mean, shit in the comic books? He was the one that ended it, right? No. He was a scroll. Wasn't he? Wait, you say killed. secret invasion? So you said secret invasion? Invasion. Oh. He killed. Uh, yeah, he ended that shit. And that's oh, that's how he became, became the leader of their Avengers. Yes. Yep, that's what yeah. I would, Avengers. I would, yes. I would absolutely take those odds. I thought, I'm, I thought Secret Wars. But yes, I would take... I would take those odds. I absolutely think that um, Norman Osborn would show yeah. up in Secret Invasion. Even it's, you know, the thing about this, even if he doesn't yeah. end the invasion, I kind of feel that like we would see it would. He's a second. He's a. He's revealed and mentioned the way we think we the way we saw Wilson Fish in Hawkeye. Now the rumors are that they got Woody Harrelson to be recast as Thunderbolt Ross. And they're they're blending that character, so Thunderbolt Ross is going to get a lot of the Norman Osborn storyline with the Dark Avengers. That's going to be like the Thunderbolts. It's going to be like Marvel's version of the Dark Avengers in the comic books. And when Norman Osborn got in charge, you know they're saying uh, Thunderbolt Ross might end up being president. Like that's why he's going to be such a big part of Captain America, the new Sam Wilson movie. So they may give him his stuff to Thunderbolt Ross, but I thought that was interesting. I didn't mean to derail that. I meant to put that in the document. I just totally forgot until now. It's 100% up to Sony. I I, uh, I think, you know, um, I think it's very, I think that's going to diminish the odds of us seeing him in the MCU. Mm-hmm. If would you do Spider-Man, it, Bobby? Would I do what? If you were in charge, would you put Osborne in it, even though we've never seen him before? Would you try to introduce him in another way? We did see him. We saw him in um, the last oh, Spider Man. No, no Way Home, excuse me. He was in No Way Home? No yeah. Way, yeah. When was Norman Osborne in No Way Home? He was a Green Goblin. He, he killed. Uh, oh, hey. yeah, we did see Norman Osborne. You're right. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah. Yes, but that was, a, that, was a, that was a Spider Man flick, though. So. Um, we know how those rights go. That's right. Norman Osborn from a different universe. I don't know if he existed yeah. in, the, in the Marvel main universe. Of course. I think does. there were some Easter eggs. There were some Easter eggs pointing to his existence. 
there's, there's think no, there was. There's no way Norman doesn't exist in the in the. Yeah. You know. Also, if you I mean, like Norman Osborn, yeah. read uh, Gold Goblin. It's really fucking good. I've seen it. I, I keep on passing by those covers, and I'm like, man, this looks interesting. It's only five issues. the The last ep- the last issue was was deep. It got really into yeah. Norman's emotional state, like just not even like in a bad way. It's really good so far. So is he a good guy now? Like, is that what this means? I can't. I'm not gonna tell you anything, but it's oh, okay. Definitely worth the read. It's, and you should be reading it too, Javi, because a lot of it, a couple of the issues crossed over to Dark Web. Well, I'm not reading Dark Web either. I'm only I've only read the Venom crossovers. I'm not interested in Dark Web. I read the first issue and I'm like, okay, this is cool. But I'm really it, we're, we're at a transition transitioning point now. Like this this early in the year, these stories they matter, but at the same time, the big event is is yet to happen. Like I, I'm really more interested in what's going on with Thanos and. Thor at the moment because I feel and also um, Mr. Sinister because I think those two those three people in Venom surprisingly um, they're going to have a really big um, part to play in the future of well in this current um, iteration of the Marvel 616 universe. So, we'll well see. there's also the uh, Summer of Symbiotes coming out this year so. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I should care but I don't. They've been pushing Venom hard lately. Like I, I'm curious. I, I wonder why that's the case. But because but, Venom is super popular, he's always been yeah. a popular. Ca- Venom has always been a popular character in terms of just like his look. Mm. So all they really needed was the right creative team behind him to make it look good. But they don't even. But I feel like it. It used to be that if they didn't have the the the, the movie rights, it felt like they wouldn't really push a character. Like they don't necessarily own Venom. Um, I think in every they, platform, I think they realized that everything they did with the X Men, yeah, in Human X Men was just a awful decision. Which brings back to my original point, where it's like you have to learn from your mistakes and you have to understand what people are doing right now. Like I think if this was if this would have happened in like the nineties or the eighties, that making the Human X Men would have worked because it wasn't such a big deal. But now that people have the internet and can discuss their feelings on the X-Men and how they can see how blatant it is that what uh, Fox and Marvel were doing, it kind of pissed people off. So I think that's the difference now, especially considering that people's, like Marvel will still make, Marvel's still going to make money off of the Sony stuff because it's a Marvel comic. Like, you know what I mean? The Marvel comics character. They may not make the money that they want to. Like, Disney is not going to make the money off it, but Marvel's still going to make money off of these Venom projects. And if Venom is popular in the comic books, and Venom is still making money in this, then it's all still the same thing. That's 100% true. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't mean to derail your Ant-Man and the Wasp docket item. Oh, That's man. I apologize. Uh-huh. No, it's cool, though. It's, it's, it's perfectly okay. So, we have the- so do you guys have theories on this? Because I actually have a list of characters in their probabilities on whether or not they'll die in Ant Man. Um, yeah, I have a theory. I think, Scott Lane's yeah. gonna die. Mm. Um, Kang is gonna be an unstoppable beast, but he's gonna Scott Lane's gonna die sacrificing himself to stop Kang, only to temporarily find out that he didn't actually stop Kang. He just kind of derailed him a little bit. He stopped that can. He ain't stopped <laughs> the next one. And that's the, and that's the thing. I think I'm listening to. Well, I think Scott's gonna die. Um, I hope not because I really like that character. I like who's the actor that plays him. I forgot his name. Paul Rudd. Um, he's great in the Paul MCU. Rudd. Like Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's great in the MCU. Um, I, I don't want to see him go. Um, but whatever. Really. Things happen. Um, so I gave um, him, I gave him a seventy five percent chance of death. Okay, okay, but, but I wonder I, why. Because I'm I'm hearing that a lot. That's why I put it in the docket. Like, why are people saying that? Like, why are people saying that he's gonna die? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the emotional impact that it will have, not just on the fans and the people watching, but how how um, uh, Cassie Lang and Holt Van Dyne will react to his death, because Cassie is going to be a young Avenger. We can pencil that in. And she's still going to need a mentor, which is going to be the Wasp. And with Cassie Lang still being in there, they can still have the Ant-Man and the Wasp 
uh, franchise. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, Cassie Lang has a zero percent chance of death for me. There's no way in hell she dies. It's just not possible. Yeah, they're definitely building that squad. Yeah, uh, Young Avengers is going to be beast. Yeah, Jimmy Woo has a fifty percent chance of death, which I don't even know why he's in this, but no, I love Jimmy Woo. So. He's not dying. He'll be. He's just going to be there forever. Yeah, the actor kind of seems like he'll just keep doing it until they tell him to stop. I could see him replacing um Samuel L. Jackson at some point as like that center that point be, character. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I have Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. I have them both at eighty five percent chance of death. I think 85%? only one of them will die. I, I can't see both of them dying in the movie. Ooh, and they could die together as some, like, instead of Scott Lang dying, you still get that emotional weight with both of them dying and some, like, emotional sacrifice together. Like, oh, I will never leave you. And I don't know. You know how they that do it. Because I, I don't think Michelle Pfeiffer is long for the MCU. Nah. Neither one of those characters. Nah. Uh, we saw pictures of MODOK and what he looked like as a human. That shit was nightmare fuel. Was it? Uh, yeah. yeah. But it should be. It's Modoc. <laughs> I think Modoc survived. I think we see him oh, again. There's a 0% chance he dies. He's going to be in the next yeah. Captain America movie. Yeah. And he's going to be a very popular character. Uh, people are talking trash right now, but people are going to. He's going to be a very, very popular character. Yeah. And also, let me just say it's not the, the face we saw of Modoc in the trailer is fine. It's There's this one still of him where, because if you haven't noticed, it's the dude from. He was. The he was Yellow Jacket in Ant Man. That's Modoc, and it was a picture of him with his stretched out face on Modoc, and it was frightening. Yeah, that's uh, I'm with it. Hope Van Dyne, I think, has a forty percent chance of dying. Kang, what's his chances of dying? Ninety nine percent. That's the wild card. Ninety nine percent, because there's multiple yeah. Kangs. And yeah. Jonathan Major is so fucking good that I feel like no matter what happens, he will just continue to do it because he can do multiple. He's, but I think people are severely underestimating Kang the Conqueror because if it is, if they depending on how they go with this character, there are multiple multiple versions of Kang the Conqueror, but they're not all the same Kang. Kang, like there's yeah. Kang the Conqueror, there's a Mortis, there's you well, know, Javi, you're thinking as a comic book fan. Well, I'm saying depending on how they do it. And yes. and and I'm only saying that to say that Kang is his the key point about Kang in the comic books, and and I'm talking about recently, and, and this is the Kang that I think they're going to we're going to see mostly in the movies. He's a human, that's that's what he is. He's not a he's not a enhanced human, he, none, none of that. But he's the pinnacle of humanity, right? He's yeah. the one who lasts. And we've seen him do things recently. He's gone up against Dr. Doom. He's gone up against a crazy powerful version of Mr. Fantastic. Um, you know, he's he's Scarlet Witch kind of washes him a couple of times, but you Oh know, my God. Oh, for the record, he, people, <laughs> read that Scarlet Witch book. It's going to be top yeah. notch. Yeah, but yeah, it is. Yo, and I love that they're pushing her now too, which means that Scarlet Witch is not dead in MCU in my opinion. But besides the point, uh Kang the Conqueror is one of the most formidable villains in Marvel. And to, and to say that somebody like Ant-Man can kill him even with a sacrifice, I don't think I, that's going to happen so, at all. And Bobby, You've heard me talk about yeah. this a million times. What is, in my in my world, what does MAP stand for? MAP? MAP. Money, money uh, arrogance, and power. Yeah, yes. Sorry. Always, <laughs> everybody's downfall. Yeah. And what does Kang have? He has all of the oh, love plus time. Plus 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 infinite time, bro. Plus infinite time. And that's and that's my thing about it is it's like I don't really see We it. also already saw a mortis. I mean that's who was in Loki. Yeah. Yep. So here's so I want to point something out. There was a, the first Avengers from Brian Michael Bendis after Secret Invasion. Dr. Uh, Kang holds up an egg and he goes, there is not a weapon in all of time that I cannot get my hands on. 
you know what you know that it's part of my charm and he holds it up and iron man goes but i haven't even built that yet but you will i won't you did thor what is that iron man it's it doesn't matter he has the upper hand kang tell them what it is or i will iron man it's a doomsday device thor you invented a device whose only purpose is doom but that's what Kang can do. Like that's, <laughs> and it's not even necessarily like the timeline that Iron Man builds it. He could have built it, ripped it up, and thrown it away. But there's a timeline yep. out there that Kang can go to where he built this weapon. Yep. And then yep. that's what makes it even worse is because he can, quote unquote, prove these things. You never know what you never know what's true. So he's. He leaves this little bit of doubt in people. Like, you know you can't trust Kang. Yeah. But you know he's a time traveler. So you know that he can go through possibilities to find out whether or not these things happen. So if a person does it, that means that it's in their personality to do so. And it's so crazy that Kang is at a... He's at a power point now. Like, again, he's not the most powerful character, right? But his ability puts him in the category where the heroes don't even try to really defeat him he's kind of more of an annoyance right like because you know you can't stop him so you kind of kind of you kind of have to deal with the consequences of the things that he already caused right like <laughs> it's like you know what it is it's like kang is your little brother in time yeah. and your mom yeah yeah it's he's mixed plastic because i can't mr. say his mr. name mr mixaplic <laughs> that's who he is did yeah. you read the, the most recent kang series where iron lad goes back and hangs out with kang Yep, because and he, he turns in. Yep, I have it, but I haven't read it yet. On it Hobby, it's called Timeless. It is. And the recent Kang runs have been terrific. Oh, Ter- Jed, McKay, Jed McKay is writing this? Oh, I'm all in. Jed McKay has been murdering Moon Knight, and, and it's just been so Yeah, it's good. Moon Kang, the Kang series was good. Uh, I'm gonna read that tonight. I'll make sure that um, we'll have a conversation about it tonight. So, uh, did y'all hear that they are introducing Antimant and I hate saying that word Antimant into Antimantium? I hate saying that word Adamantium. Adamantium. They're introducing Adamantium. that in the MCU via the big ass celestial in the in the ocean. I'm with it. They got to do Apparently, they're gonna excavate that and mine it, and that's how. Adamantium is going to be introduced into the MCU. I'm with it. I'm with it. That makes sense. In in the scope of the MCU's universe, it would make sense that they would do yeah. it in a way that like it's more celestial and more spatial than anything else. I'm with it. I've also heard theories that that might be Krakoa as well, which would be interesting. I think that I've said it before, and I may have said it here before. I think that the mutants exist. I think that it's a cross between. What's been going on now with Brian Hickman with them having Krakoa and what wasn't Chip Zdarsky. It was uh, Matthew Rosenberg did one of his issues of Uncanny X-Men when the world didn't know when um, Emma Frost erased mutants from the memories of people. So I think they exist. I think that like something's going to happen. Someone's going to open their eyes and there's going to be a mutant standing next to them. And they're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Mutants. Like, you know what I mean? They're going to be pissed. That means fuck with their brain, but they're not going to really be able to do anything because they're already on Krakoa. So, are you mad that Kamala Khan's the mutant? Nope, not even a little bit. We hate, oh. we hate inhumans here, so <laughs> turn, turn all our favorite inhumans into mutants. The only inhumans, honest to Odin, the only inhumans I like are Black Bolt and fucking Medusa. All the rest of them are kind of ass. Karnak is ass. Gorgon is ass. Uh, Trigon is ass. Um, no, I honestly, yeah. Are, I are you like, really um, need uh, uh, Quicksilver and Crystal's daughter? I do like her. She's like and, Layla, and, she's like Layla Miller, but creepier. And I'm with you, old man. To I'm with you 100%. I'll take it to even further. All we need as in humans really would be Black Bolt and Medusa and, and the dog, and we'll yeah. be good. Oh, yeah, that's, that's all we need. Lockjaw, yeah. everyone loves Lockjaw. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's 100% true. Uh, before we get, I out, like Crystal. I like Crystal. I don't know a lot about Crystal, 
Uh, we need to have a conversation about how toxic Johnny Storm is on an episode, though. I feel like he's learning. I feel like the I I, I feel yeah. like he's gone through so much. He has to be getting better, bro. So can we talk about um, Javi? Are you reading the new Fantastic Four series? Because it's it's been a ten out of ten each issue. You you told me so, uh, and I'm so behind. I'm just I'm just waiting till the first few issues going on limited, and I'm just gonna read through them. Yo, <laughs> so I was reading the Dan Slot version. So when like when when uh, Johnny Storm got paired with that woman from a different planet. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, yeah. That does good. not well. Keep keep reading. It's good. It's good. It's Johnny really... Storm. Johnny Storm goes through some things. Yeah. So Johnny Storm goes on this whole thing about how like great he is at disguising himself and you know just not being this person, but he constantly does things that make him look like he's Johnny Storm. And he talks about. Like, oh, like, you know, I'm just this creative person and da 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 And so everyone finds out who he is, right? Because, you know, he's Johnny Storm. He's still a fucking idiot. So he decides to change his name one more time. His original name, when he decided to not be Johnny Storm, you ready for this? Jonathan Fairweather. <laughs> Would you like to know... So it gets better. Would you like to know the names that he decided to go with after that to keep his secret identity secret? He decided he was going to go with Jimmy Gale, Jay Rainey, and my favorite, Johnny Hugh Tempest. He literally just Stanley. picked up synonyms for weather so, patterns. Stanley so he's John Morrison. He's huh? John Morrison from wrestling. He really is John Morrison. No, he's more so than he was John Morrison. No, he was John Morrison. Then he was Johnny Nitro. <laughs> then he was Johnny Impact. <laughs> and then he was, um, when he went to AAA in Mexico, he was jo uh, Johnny something Mexican when he went to Lucha in Underground. He just changed his name to Johnny something every time he goes. I'm going to look it up now. His, his, um, his lady is fly as shit, too. Uh, Tessa Valkyrie. Uh, ring names. Here we go. He was John Hannigan, John Morrison, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Caballero. Okay, Johnny Elite, Johnny Fusion, John Johnny Hardy, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Onyx, Johnny Spade, Johnny Superstar, and then it just goes various other ring names. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it's it's fucking great though. Uh, before we go, we'll I'm gonna do this really quick. Uh, Brandon, so me and my best friend, we decided we do this thing where we uh every year we do Royal Rumble picks. Now here's the thing about here's the thing about Diddy. He has been right on every Royal Rumble for as long as I've known him, except for the John Cena one. That is the only one he's gotten wrong. And every year we make a bet, and every year I lose. So. I'm going to get, so I got to pick the women's pick first, and he picked the men's first. So we went back and forth. Are you ready? Yeah. So my picks for the women's rumble are Asuka, Sasha Banks slash Monet, Bailey, Raquel Gonzalez, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, and Naomi. He picked Rhea Ripley. You get to pick seven people. Huh? How do you get to pick seven people? We went back and forth. Like he picked one, I picked one, he picked one, I picked one. And he picked uh he picked Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey, Mandy Rose, and Trish Stratus. And I'm pissed because I almost picked um I almost picked um Mandy Rose, I almost picked Ronda Rousey, and I was gonna pick Trish Stratus. So my last pick was Naomi. We only went with six. And I was like, hey, I want to pick one other person, but do you have another pick? And he said, yes. So I picked Naomi. He picked her Stratus. So who has the better picks? Mandy Rose is not coming back. Mercedes Monet is definitely not coming back. Uh, Ronda 
I think Ronda lost the belt to Charlotte so she could go back home with her daughter. Would be my guess. That's why she lost so randomly, like that. Just on a random SmackDown, she just loses. I think it just. So, I think she left because like nobody fucking likes her, <laughs> and that like fans. They, well, then they would just make her a bad guy. But no, I think so even, I, don't th- I think even the people backstage hate her too. Eh, I don't know about that. Maybe. So for the women, my guess would be Rhea Ripley. So that was Lavelle's, that was Lavelle's number one pick. He picked Rhea Ripley. My number one pick was Oscar. I think she comes back as the um, the New Japan version of her, like the clown. Kana. I think was it Aka? I forget her name. Kana. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So then we have the men's pick, and there's no way I win this. His first pick was Cody Rhodes. We know how that's going. That's the most likely answer. Yeah. So his picks were Cody Rhodes, The Rock, Seth Rollins. Actually, let me do it like this. I'll do it like back and forth. So what ended up happening was he got one, I got one, he got one, I got one. So it was, did he got first pick? So it was Cody Rhodes, him, Roman Reigns, me. Then it was The Rock. I picked Sami Zayn. He went Seth Rollins. I went Sami Zayn. He went Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> My fourth pick was Rhea Ripley. Yes, for the men's rumble, I think Rhea Ripley could win. Uh, Austin Theory was his. I went Carmelo Anthony. He went Drew McIntyre. I went Big E. Then it was Bobby Lashley, Big, Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle, Braun Breaker, John Cena, Sheamus Edge, Jay Uso, Bray Wyatt. Did you just say Carmelo Anthony? Carmelo Hayes. Oh, I, may, I, may, I, may, I may have said Carmelo Anthony just by accident. First, first of, of all, what the hell are y'all doing? What do you mean? You can't pick 20 people if you're trying to predict something. Uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? It could be the Eagles. It could be the 49ers. It could be the Bengals. It could be the Patriots. It could be the Dolphins. It could be the Ravens. And it could be but, the Chiefs. Those are my thing, picks. But here's the thing about that is, with all the people we named, some of these people aren't even going to be in the Royal Rumble. That's what makes it fun. Because with the Royal Rumble, you never know Maybe. who's actually going to Pop, who's gonna pop up? There's no get. Okay, for example, so my picks. Yeah, but I you have, don't get to pick twelve picks. You pick twelve. Yes, you do. That's how we do it. If you actually, who's gonna win the NBA championship right now? We're not even at the All Star break. I can't say. Oh, it could be the Warriors or the Celtics or the Sixers yeah. yes, you or can. the Clippers. If or, we like, no, you pick someone. Yeah, we you have pick, our. Who one. do you think's gonna win? We have our number one picks, and we have the rest of our picks. Like he, like our number one picks were. So, like, we have our number one picks. So, for example, let's go down my picks. I have Roman Reigns, who probably won't be in it, but fuck it. I think he can still win. Sami well, Zayn. He's, not be in it. he's wrestling um, Kevin Owens. But there's no guarantee he doesn't show up at 30, clothesline somebody out the ring because he's a tribal chief. But that's a for chance. What, for what? Because Roman Reigns is that dude, and that's some shit that he would do. Well, and, he already uh, has the belt. He wouldn't do that. Now, it. Cody Rhodes. There are wrestlers who have wrestled with the title in the Royal Rumble. I think Charlotte did. One time, it was no, it was Brock Lesnar. He's the only person to ever do it, and he lost. He got kicked out by Drew McIntyre. I was at that Royal Rumble. It was in Houston, um, and that was when. And, but he only had one belt. Roman Reigns has both belts. Exactly. So check it out. So, but I also put fucking Rhea Ripley in there. What are the chances yeah, that she? Not happening either. You never know. I know that's a zero. That's a negative seven thousand percent chance. Right. Now, what Lavelle said was interesting is Stone Cold Steve Austin, because you know why he said that. Well, you probably don't know because you're not keeping up with it. But there's a report that came out two days ago, two or three days ago, um, or last week sometime, that WWE has offered Stone Cold a shitload of money to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Oh. So he, they didn't. The report didn't say if he accepted the money or not. They just said they know that he was offered a like a large sum of money to come back to this year's WrestleMania to wrestle because The Rock has basically said that he don't have time to do WrestleMania this year because of the XFL started. The, Ru- yeah, the Rock we, definitely we has time. Is, ho- ho- hold up, as, as someone looking from the outside in, I guarantee you The Rock has time. 
Exactly. So well, Javi, you, well, the XFL is starting right there. So the Rock, Rock has time to wrestle one match, but he yeah. doesn't have time to get in wrestling shape and to hey. show up because you can't just show up at WrestleMania. So you got to show up at a random Raw here and a random SmackDown there. I'm calling shenanigans only because I think it's absolute bullshit. I think he does show up. I think he will be there. I think he's just saying that to like throw everybody off. Wasn't he about to fight Superman? He'd be all right. <laughs> what happening no more? Let me tell you. Rock's a busy person. Let me tell you right now. If my if, if I had to pick between who wins in a fight between Roman Reigns and Superman, I'm going Roman Reigns. I'm going Superman. I'm going Roman Reigns. Kryptonite. He's gonna put Kryptonite all in his fucking bones. He's gonna spare him Superman. So he's gonna beat him with a Superman punch, which is even funnier. With super with fucking Kryptonite fucking gloves. You gotta make one or two picks. I don't like that. I don't like your. You can not like I it all. You pick seven, my top twelve people out of thirty. It's only thirty people in the match. Brandon, how many of these people aren't even going to be okay? Let, let's look at the list again. Okay, there are people on here that have no chance in hell, but that's what makes it fun. We're just doing it's fun, man. We're not actually betting real fucking money. We're betting like ten dollars or some dumb shit like that, or maybe nothing at Listen, all. Brit- Listen, Brandon, we don't have magic strip clubs up here. We have to find fun in all types of places. <laughs> How do you bet when you choose seven people? But, like, but okay, again, there's no guarantee that Naomi's going to be in. There's no guarantee that Sasha Banks is going to be in. There's no guarantee right. that, like, Mandy Rose or Trish Stratus are going to be in it. But that's what makes it fun because you're like, you don't know who's going to be in either one of these 30 person battle royals. So it's like, fuck it, let's just throw some numbs out there. It's fun. Stop being an AEW fan. <laughs> Let people have fun. Y'all are cheating. Oh God, for the love of Odin! Oh uh, wait, okay. Can I? Can I, wait? Hold up. Before you, I just want to because I'm a little confused here. Right. So Royal Rumble. I'm assuming there's one winner of the Royal Rumble. Yes, there's, there's one winner. There's one there's women, one winner. There's one winner in the men's Royal Rumble. There's one women, and there's thirty entrants. There's thirty entrants. There's one winner. So there's thirty. So oh man, what do what do you? What was that list of people? So, Neil Lavelle picked, in the Women's Royal Rumble, we picked seven wrestlers apiece. To do what? To win. To be in the Royal Rumble? To win. To win? Let's uh, see, now Javi sees uh, what I'm saying. But Javi, here's the thing about that. The people, yeah. the, here's the thing about that is, not all, th- 30 people aren't confirmed. So, the people that we main, some of them won't even be in the Rumble in general. So, wouldn't it be more fun if one of your picks I think at max you should be able to have your main pick in a backup or wild card, or 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 have the same amount of picks, but at least rank them. Like I would be we like, this rank is them. We rank win. them in order. Like he went and I went. We literally went in order. So it'd be more so fun to go. This is who's going to win, and here's my wild card pick. No, because it's still because when you pick seven people, you raise your stick, your chances. Of, if y'all picked fourteen people and there's only thirty in the match. That significantly raises your odds of picking the right person. You're talking like a gambler. We're just having fun. I say, I'll say this. I was way more impressed with you saying that Diddy picked all the winners except for one before I knew how you guys were picking. (laughs) No, but like, but here's the thing about it: is Diddy's number one pick always wins. Okay, see that. Okay, so the number one pick is like, all right, this. All right, so dang. All right, I get it. Whatever you get. So we're so we're like we're drafting to get it, but we're drafting our picks. So okay, I'm gonna give you my list. Okay, how many of these people have any chance of winning? I'm just gonna give you mine. Okay, Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Brock Lesnar, Rhea Ripley, Carmelo Hayes, Big E, Matt Riddle, John Cena, Edge, Bray Wyatt. How many of them have a chance to even be in the fucking Royal Rumble? All of them except Rhea Ripley. This dude, we're gonna act like Carmen. Like we're gonna act like Big E has a chance of being in there. He just broke his fucking neck like less than a year ago. No, no, actually, he broke his neck eighteen months ago. So if he was on track to come back, it would be right around now when he could show back up. Bray Wyatt, not really much of a chance. He just got back. Bray Wyatt's on TV every week. Don't mean don't. But our people showed up. Oh, yeah, okay. But yeah, but like Sami Zayn, there's a chance. But like, who knows? Brock Lesnar, maybe. 
Who get? But he didn't he f. Who did he f five fucking Monday? Lashley. But like, no one really wants to see fucking Bobby. No one wants to see this again because like we've seen Lashley versus not Lashley. We've seen uh, Brock versus Roman a bunch of times. Now, yeah, that's a good reason to put him in the match to piss to get people to cheer the other person. Nah. So if it came down to let if it came down to uh, Cody and Lesnar, people are going to be like, I don't want to see Lesnar win again, and it gets people I even mean, more behind I Cody. Do not want to see Lesnar win again, not against Roman. And now let's look at my women's pick, Oscar. Definite possibility. You said you said there was no chance Sasha wins, so we'll go there. Bailey's no a Sasha shows up. Uh huh. There's no chance she shows up. She doesn't have so, a contract. So that hey, there we go. So there's also that. Bailey has a chance. Raquel Gonzalez, unfortunately, has a chance. There's no chance Shayna Baszler wins, but I'm hoping. But there's a chance Alexa Bliss wins, and there's a chance Naomi wins. So out of the seven people that I pick, three of them have no chance to you of showing up. That's the fun in this. You're just picking some random names. So like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm having fun. This is what we're doing. I don't care. So. I support you guys, old man. I support you guys. Have so fun, if one man. of your Have picks fun. wins, will you say you were right? Huh? If one of your picks wins, will you say you were right? Oh, yeah, bragging rights. I'm going to be like, ha-ha, I was right. So you get to have bragging rights when you reduce your odds from 1 out of 30 to 7 out of 30. <laughs> like, Yo, if, you know what's crazy? No, not even 7 crazy? out of 30 because you can't Yo. pick the people he picked. Yeah. So but here's, yeah, with the, thing, here's the thing about that is you're seven out of like, twenty one. But Brandon, here's the thing: you're you're talking yeah. as if we knew all thirty people in the rumble. We don't know who's in the rumble, so there's a mystery behind all that. So they're going to be NXT yeah. women and men who we pick that aren't even going to show up. But with these rules, right? Let's put it like this: I, just I I know nothing about wrestling, but if you gave me a random list of wrestlers and I was able to pick. 20 of them, we would all have the same kind of... We would have very not picking, close mathematical, mathematical odds 20, of picking a winner. But, but here's the thing, Javi. I'm giving yeah. you a list, and you know yeah. nothing about wrestling. I'm giving you a list yeah. of 100 wrestlers. Is it 100 wrestlers? There's 60, 60 wrestlers, but there's 100 wrestlers in general. There's but, a, we're talking about one one league, one well, league. No, is a league? But, but that's is not a, one are league. They leagues. There are three different shows with three um, different. There are three different shows. So, so would it be more impressive just to pick one? No. Who cares if it's impressive? <laughs> you just said money. that's why I asked you. What would you do if your person won? And you I'm said talk shit. I would have oh, bragging rights. I'm gonna talk shit. Like our number one picks are the real. Our number one picks are the ones you're like, all right, who's gonna win? So I specifically wanted to go first with the men, with the women's, because my money is on Oscar. Right. My money's on Oscar, and I knew I knew Lavelle wanted to bet on Cody Rhodes. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna give him the men's division if I can right. get. The so so like right. yeah. So now it becomes a battle of who do we pick and who do we go first. So Lavelle was pissed that I picked. Sasha Banks, because he was like, fuck, I think she's gonna, I think she's gonna show up. Um, he picked Ronda Rousey. I'm like, fuck, I wanted to pick Ronda Rousey. So now it's just a battle of who do you, you pick? can't pick the same people. Yes. Yeah, it, it, so it makes it even less impressive. You if you get it right. Because then you're picking seven out of 20 people, 20, 23 people at 22 people. You Brandon, get to pick how seven. How many people how many people are confirmed for the Royal Rumble? But as a competition, uh, it makes I think sense. the as list com- is like as a, com- as a comp as a competition between two people, it makes sense. I think, I think it's like twenty. No, it doesn't make sense because we. Uh, my, oh man, who's going to be in the does. playoffs? In a way it does. Who's confirmed for the NBA playoffs? Nobody. No one. But there's thirty teams. Oh, so if we were. You want to go there? Hold on, hold on. You want to go there? If we were picking who's going to win the championship, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Card is scheduled to change. It says it on the fucking ticket. If we don't know who's in the NBA playoffs, so if we start talking about that, I'm not gonna be like, all right, let's pick who's gonna win the NBA play. Who's your who's your champion? Well, I think it's gonna be Boston, but it could be Atlanta, it could be the Wizards, it could be the Lakers, it could be the Clippers, it could be the Golden State Warriors, and my wild card Sacramento Kings. So how many people did you say? <laughs> no, 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 no. How many people did you say were confirmed for the Royal Rumble? Twenty. You're wrong. Fifteen people are confirmed. 
Okay, 15. So half of them already confirmed. Oh, no. Well, here's the funny thing about it is. <laughs> how many people are confirmed for the Women's Royal Rumble? Probably less than that with the women. Seven. So seven are confirmed. So if seven are already confirmed, and then Lavelle gets to pick seven, that's 14. Ask and then you get to pick seven. Me, so you got a one and two chance of being right. How many, ask me how many of the seven were picked by either one of us. Probably none. Three. That's my point. You don't know. That's the fun of it. It's the mystery of it. The Royal Rumble is the most random is it? group of rolling dice. Yes. So one is it random if Lavelle got it right every single year? Yes, because the the reason it's random is because like there are there have been a few years where someone wasn't even confirmed to be there and he picked it. It's like motherfucker, like shit like that. Yeah, because he reads the sheets. He knows more than you. He's plays cheating. <laughs> but the he point knows about- more than you know. Just like I knew that. Just when you said, I don't know why he picked Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then I told you WWE just offered him a shitload of money to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. He probably already knew that. Dang, oh and you man. didn't. He oh, got man. inside information. Oh, oh, snap! We gotta put we gotta put Lavelle on the phone, y'all. He's explaining. He got inside information on you. He's stealing your money with inside information. <laughs> You're, he's stealing your no money, yo. That's Cobra. Because you know, you know what? I peeped that too. Because I'm not even paying attention. I'm not I'm paying attention, but I don't understand what's happening. And then you was like, I don't know why Stone Cold Steve Boss is in there. And then Brandon brings it up. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Like it clicked in my head, but I'm like, you know what? I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, man. I don't know. Oh man, you gotta read the you gotta read the stats, bro. I don't give a shit enough. This shit is fun to me. All right, before we before, this shit, this shit is fun to me. Uh, before we go, uh, so I have a subject. It goes, it goes oh, uh, what it's called. What I gotta go, I gotta go to dude, I gotta work tonight. <laughs> no, you're about to bring it up. I, you're about to, I was hoping you bring it up because I really need to talk about it. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It, it's called What Are We? And basically, it's what we're doing is we figure something out like, what are we doing? What are we reading? Blah blah blah. Javi, what are you doing? I like that. I am contemplating my relationship with Rob Lay, um, Layfield. I'm listening. Once again. Wow. So, I, for the longest time, well, at first, when I was younger, I loved Rob Layfield books and Todd McFarlane. Like, I loved all those things, the crazy pockets and crazy guns and stuff, and I would trace the covers, blah, blah, blah. As I got a little bit older and wiser, I'm like, man, this guy can't even draw feet. That crazy. Kind of garbage. Whatever. And then I got a little bit older and I followed him on Instagram and I and I saw his influence on comic books and I, and I read the stories about how he helped comic book writers regain control of their stuff and, and I actually saw his influence in comic books even as an art form right despite all the bad things we say about him and I kind of like you know I started to become I started to become a fan and then recently he posted uh something that he drew on Instagram of anime characters in particular Naruto from the Naruto books uh, and uh, somebody from Dragon Ball Z and My Hero Academia in his style and it hurt me to the core. It, it looks fucking awful. Oh man. Because he's not, oh, man. he creates good characters but he can't draw it hurt. You know what? This know, may and be, it was just like, yo, man, this may it was be, bad. It was bad. Yo, this may be the link image for the fucking, for the episode. This shit is awful. You, you found it? Yeah, I, as soon as you said Instagram, yeah. right to it's fucking atrocious. Yeah, it's it's bad, bro. Like Naruto looks like he looks like how he looks like if Cable was cosplaying as Naruto, but then after like becoming oh, bulimic. Yo, Brandon, check your phone. I just sent it to the group chat. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I'll go while Brandon's trying to figure it out. I'm gonna. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what are you doing? Actually, I'll ask you, Brandon. What do you have something for me? What are you doing? I am watching The Last of Us. Oh my God, it's so Maria loves it. Watching The Last of Us, and um, I'm playing Cyberpunk twenty twenty seventy seven again, and I'm playing this game called Core Keeper on the PC, which is pretty fun. And I'm reading Nightwing, and I'm reading Saga, which is on break again. But it's coming back next month, I think. No, so, uh, it, it's I think it's out today. 
Oh, it's back out. Okay, so it's back this week. Uh, which my hot take is that's the greatest comic book series of all time. Is Saga? I. Yep, Saga is available. It's, I, Saga is available right now. I can't. It's been sixty issues, and I don't think I've read a bad one. Some are better than others, but there hasn't been a less. I wouldn't give any issue less than eight out of ten out of all sixty. Um, uh, Brandon, um, I I always want to make sure that I bring this up whenever we talk about Saga. I want to give you a big fuck you about Saga. Um, I was pissed because you remember the conversation. You were like, hey, you should check this out. It's free on Comixology. I was like, cool, I'll check it out. I went through three volumes of Saga in before my shift was over. It's As long as Saga doesn't have a Dexter ending, it's going to rival my thoughts on Invincible being the greatest comic book series of all time. Saga's incredible. I want to see how they land the plane. I, I, I guess I'm wondering how many issues they're going to do. Probably a hundred, maybe. That sounds about right. I I wouldn't be shocked if they did. Mm-mm. So right now, Saga is on. It's on issue sixty one. Yes, I wouldn't be shocked that they stopped next year. I can't just by the way the series has been written. It kind of seems like. Is it yeah, Brian K. Vaughn? Brian K. Vaughn's smart. So I kind of feel that like once the story is done, it's done. I think we should all do a reread of this and then reconvene sometime over the summer because it's it's damn good. It's again one of the best comic books I've ever read. Did Brian K. Vaughn do um Invincible? No, Mark um uh, Kirkman did, Robert Kirkman. Okay. Um. Oh, Brian K. Vaughn did. Um, why the last man of Mystique? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why the last man? Why the last man? I think is one of the best comic book series of all time too. Like that's in my top five as well. Uh, I am going back and doing a reread of Injustice. <laughs> they made Damian Wayne one of the most intolerable characters of all time in Injustice. No, he was a prick. Yeah, like he had, and I like Damian Wayne. I'm a I'm a Damian Wayne fan. So am I, but like I almost just didn't give a shit about him after reading this. But he's a but, but alternate universe, alternate universe. Yeah, but and also Tom Taylor is just really good at what he does, so it makes sense that you're supposed to hate him. Uh, Keeping up with what Brandon was doing, I'm doing a rerun of Spider Man on PlayStation Four, and I'm noticing. That there are times where it can be a button masher, but god damn it, it's still fucking fun. It's still one of the best video games uh in a comic book series. It may be one of the best video games ever because there are all these random moments where you do different things. Mm-hmm. And people can talk about how much they hate the Mary Jane and Miles Morales stuff. It's still really fun because it's a break away from just punching people. Wait. You have to actually use your mind. What happens between him and Mary Jane? Uh, you there are there are um there are missions where you have to use Mary Jane. Oh, okay, okay. You have to actually use your brain. You have to be stealthy, and it's fun. Um, also to Brandon's point, Nightwing is the best thing. The DC, the Tom Taylor brand, uh, the Tom Taylor Bruno Redondo run of Nightwing is the best thing DC Comics has done in the last ten years. Oh, DC has been DC. Oh man, I'm trying. I'm trying, bro. I. Trust me, pick up. Um, I will tell you which Nightwing issue to pick up. Start with Nightwing seventy-eight, Tom Taylor. It goes from seventy-eight. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's trust me. I tell you, it's definitely worth it, man. It's Tom Taylor is one of those. Tom Taylor is a name you can trust. He's he's close to being on the level of Al Ewing, and I say that because one of the things that Tom Taylor has done is he's made it a point to talk about, um prison reform and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like Nightwing is the best. I said to Brandon, Nightwing is the best thing that DC Comics has done in a very long time. Yeah, I'm a little bit behind. I'm on issue 98, I think. It's fucking good. I'm, and I, and I don't want to and I don't want to seem like a DC hater. I did sound like one just now and I'm really uh, I'm going to I'm going to definitely read those, but I 
just to give some love to Strange Adventures. I don't know when it came out. I know it's been out for quite a while. Um, the Adam Strange book by Tom King. Oh, I told. What did I tell you? Pretty, Javi? Yeah, you dark? did. You did. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, and it's crazy good. It's cr- it's it's colorful and dark at the same time. No, I meant like. Which, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. No, I'm saying it's it's aesthetically colorful, but it's oh it's, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't have to you know it it, it makes you it's uncomfortable at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very dark, very, yeah, yeah. very dark. It's super great. Dope, super dope. Same yeah, thing yeah. with the human target. Also, yeah, yeah. Um, does this interest you, Javi? What if I told you that in the Flash they have a black mayor who got who um, pardoned the rogues so they could get out of jail and then deputized them to be a police force in Central City? I love that. I, I mean that's genius, that, especially considering like the rogues actually have a code. That's that makes sense. And they're, to prob- me. And they're probably less likely to uh, racially profile. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, everybody gets hit. Everybody gets hit on the head. Uh yeah. All right, everybody. This has been a podcast. Actually, this has been two podcasts. Thinking of it now, because I'm gonna break this up into two into two different episodes. Uh, Brandon, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter on that cool black nerd, and uh, look for the We Was Dragons podcast. It's about to have a new name, but that's where we'll be recording um, the Last of Us reviews. Oh fuck! I kind of want to be on for that. Like I'm loving the shit of the Last of Us. It's so good. My wife loves it too. We've been and she was pissed because she thought she could binge it, but you know how HBO Max is. They mm-hmm. only do one episode. Oh, Brandon, I'm I started Doom Patrol while I was watching season four, and I officially caught up with it. <laughs> Doom Patrol is better than anything DC Comics has ever done. Yeah, it's incredible, right? I That's thought you I'm read saying. it. No, I thought you was. I thought you. I thought you. I thought you were telling me to watch it. So I'm like, yo, oh, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, man, old man was right. Yo, it's Doom yeah, Patrol. Crazy. The, um. It's so that's also very dark. What is the I'm at, I'm at a kid. Oh, dark, Diane, dark, dark is an understatement. Uh, Diane Guerrero, <laughs> yeah. um, as Crazy Jane, it's it's upsetting that she hasn't gotten the props she deserved for being that fucking good as Crazy Jane, doing so many different personalities, doing so, and even her speech pattern changes sometimes. The, the tone of voice, the 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 um, accent she uses. She's so fucking good in that. And I love her relationship with Cliff. And Cliff is my favorite character on that show. because Yeah, Cliff- that's what I'm about to say. Brendan Fraser is absurd in that show, how good he is. And just every and it- the villain from season one might be the best villain, I think, from any comic book. Mr. Nobody. And I yeah, love any comic made- book series ever, yo. And I love that they made a joke about this. Like, where's Mr. Nobody? He goes, oh, he left to go do Harley Quinn. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Awesome. Hilarious. I was like, I was like, oh shit, he is the Joker at Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh Superwolf, tell everyone where they can find you doing amazing things, man. I'm just all over the place, man. Um, I don't know. Follow B Rebel Media. B E R I don't know. Yeah, it'll be on link. I'll link it or something. B Rebel Media. I'm tired. I, I was on a plane, funny story. I know we're about to end, but I, bomb threats on planes ruins everybody's day. Even if you weren't on a plane, they had to bomb them. Yeah. Like, first off, first off, if you're throwing a bomb on a plane, you're a dickhead. Second off, if you're saying it's a bomb threat, it's not a bomb threat, you're a dickhead. Yeah, so I'm still recovering from my traveling yesterday, so. Oh, my brain will be much better later. All right, you can find me on oldmanwade.com, on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, what's that one everyone uses? Uh, the one... With all the videos and stuff. Tickety talk. Tickety talk. Yeah, you can find me on Old Man Way Comma TikTok as well. Uh, you can also find me on the website, the Instagram page that I get paid to write for. It's uh, Bam underscore Smack underscore Pal on Instagram. Uh, I do a bunch of quizzes. I do a bunch of polls. Like the most recent one, as we're recording, is you know what? This is fun. Pick a power set. Do you want Colossuses, Mystiques, The Flash, or Angel? Or who? Angel. The so Flash. Fl- but the it's Flash. Like, 
see, I'm shocked by that because I don't. I feel like just having super speed with all of that, like all the negative goes with it, just seems awful. What negative? I feel like there's no negative to the DC version of super speed. I feel like it's all positive. No, because like everything else is super slow. Is that the case for them in this DC universe? Yes. Everything's slower, like it is just like just the worst. I'm all set. I'm going if I could control the speed force. If I could control it, then the but that's not, not but see, see you're changing things. Like you're not controlling the speed force. The speed force comes as it is. Stop stop being Trump. <laughs> you spent too much stop time with you spent spent too much time with um MGT. I think Barry. I think Barry Allen. MJT. I think Barry Allen can't control the speed force, but I'll let you have that. But if I can't control it and everything's slow, definitely misty. Fair enough. Like I, ugh, I, I'm going. I'm. This is no shock to anybody, but I'm probably going Colossus. You want that steel skin? I want that steel skin. I want that super strength. All right. Yeah. That's how we're going. As always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Fall black. No! Fall.